Sie hören Sport und Musik. In a world where fans fight over whether to call it football, football, or soccer, two German men defy the odds and call it Fußball. Bringing you inside the German-American Fußball experience. And now, here are your hosts, the Schnitzel Boys. Ah, hello. hello! Are hello. you not making food? Or are you not making food? I'm not What's making food. I only made I made one dinner already. <laughs> well, hold on. The listeners have one. to. The listeners had to have to guess which one of the two of us is well fed and which one of the two of us is not well fed. So throughout the yeah. episode, you have to guess. Anyway, welcome to Schnitzel Boys. Hello. We've, we've got all sorts. We got MLS rolling around. We got those big summer friendlies that Bjorn is oh, a big fan of. I love them. We've got the Euro women, the Deutsche Frauen. Uh, got uh, robbed. Uh, the ladies got, got robbed. They got robbed. I'm about that in a second. And we've got we've got the uh, DF Bay Pokal this weekend. We've got the Bundesliga next yeah. weekend. So we're back into you know we spent a summer of bliss where we just had to focus on one league. But now we're back in the full mode. We're doing happening. some double double action here. We got German stuff on one side of the pond. We got American stuff here at home and different things this season. And we got the World Cup coming up. I mean, we are at a really crazy, exciting time in the world of soccer. That's right. Fußball. How you doing, Bjorn? I'm doing great. How are you, Stefan? I'm doing pretty okay. I'm doing pretty okay. Uh, so over the weekend, over the weekend, we'll talk about why I'm not doing. We'll, we'll talk about why I'm doing less okay. All right. My club, my club had a rough couple of games. Really, just one game. I guess the Barcelona game doesn't count. But uh, the 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 over the weekend, oh. I had four different four different friends go to different stadiums here in the Southern California area. Okay. Or no, that's not true. My friend went to a baseball game in North Carolina. Went to the Durham Bulls which I used to go to back in the day. Uh, I had friends that went to the Anaheim Angels here in SoCal, and another friend that went to San Diego Padres. And then my good friend Yoni went to the LAFC game on Friday against Seattle Sounders. Now, the reason I bring it up is because, A, a lot of my friends are going to stadiums. I'm not. I felt I felt like a, I had a major FOMO this weekend. But, right. B, two of my friends went to stadium in costume and got themselves on the Tron. And my friend Yoni, dressed up like a minion, went to the LAFC game and got in the Tron seven times. Just dancing. Oh, no, Trump. And after the game, a bunch of fans lined up to take pictures with him. He was in a full minion costume. Wow. Now, what's funny about this is I went to a costume shop with him the day before, and he bought a costume that was not a minion costume. He bought a costume, a different costume for a different show. He's a comedian, which means... That he just had the minion costume already, or he went back to that <laughs> shop later. And watching him in a costume shop, who he's always in costume, is like watching a sommelier with a bunch of fine wines. It's just like, where he goes in, he's like, Where are your noses? Like, this nose is too short. How we, um, how do we have the red noses? Like, do we have the eye? You know, like, he just knew exactly how to make a thing. So he, 
So on his Instagram, and if, if for those of you out there who were at the LFC game on Friday, he was just on the Tron like every 10 minutes, just dancing, wearing his minion outfit. <laughs> I don't even think he watched the game. I think he was just all about getting on that Tron. So, uh, and then I had my two friends that did the same thing at the Anaheim Angels. They dressed in weird costumes, and they went on the, and they got on the Anaheim Tron. So, Bjork, next time I go to New York, or next time here in LA, we got to wear loud ass schnitzel boy uniforms, and we got to get oh, wow. on the Tron. Schitzels, we gotta have a sign saying Schitzel Boys Monday Nights YouTube. We gotta get on that Tron. So, have you ever been on the Tron, Bjorn, at a game? Uh, yes, I've been on the Tron a, few, a bunch. Uh, yeah, at Yankee Stadium a few times. Yeah. And um, just, just like cheering, or did you have like a sign? Or no, you, I did you're... not have. A, I did not have a sign. I had oh. a. Well, I have a story about this. I don't know if I should. Uh... Please, please do. It's well, story in time the. I mean, Boys. these are two. The two things are unrelated. I've been on the Tron. You know, because like I. I don't know. I, especially when we were in the uh, in the family section originally, that was always a popular spot to go for the um, for the camera guy. And so, yeah, we were on the Tumbertron frequently. But I met one of the the camera guys in Yankee Stadium. I met years ago at my friend's uh, party. Oh no way! That's and, not what uh, a small world. What a small world. And we had a you know we 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 talked for a while and we we got along. So he was like, yeah, I'll give you my number if you're ever at Yankee Stadium. Uh, call me up and I'll put you on the on the on the Tron. And I was like, oh great. But I was like, I mean, am I really gonna, you know, I'm really gonna do that? Am I gonna call him and? That's the and, inside track. Anyway, the inside then track. then like a yeah. a little way a little time after that, maybe a year later or so, my brother and my two nieces were visiting from germany and uh we were hanging out watching we I, we took him to a yankee game we watched uh alex rodriguez hit a grand slam nice. and uh uh so i told my brother you know i have this number if you want to if you want on the jumbotron i could call this guy and my brother's like yeah do it and i was like i don't know i don't feel comfortable like it's weird like i don't you know i don't want to but then I, <laughs> so I only met him once. You know, so yeah. I met him once. Right. Yeah, it's not like right. we're really friends, and it's right. just kind of right. like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to take advantage. So right, um, right. But anyway, then at, right as we were having this conversation, I saw him walk by, like like a block away, and then I was like, well, all right. So I'm not going to call him, but at least I can. So I sort of waved at him, and he was like, you know, he was he sort of didn't remember right away but i was like oh yeah yeah and then he's like okay great we're gonna do this promotion for this gym you guys gotta make muscles and i'll put you in the trend like uh and so we're like all right and my two nieces are like no and get up and this is all like happens in a matter of seconds he's like get ready you're gonna be on the and my nieces are like no and get up and walk away and the poor guy then has to scramble within seconds to find somebody else uh -huh to make muscle <laughs> you, you and your brother you and your brother weren't enough we weren't enough people. we tried oh but he was oh, like no. no i wanted the and so then he just kind of walked away without saying goodbye. i was like oh i had my shot and i fucked it up well and then now, now that man never will talk to you ever again okay I mean, I haven't tried. I haven't tried since. I still have his, I still have his number, but I don't. I'm, I'm now. I'm really not gonna call. Why? Why were they? Why were your nieces so scared about? You no, know, they were just the teenage, shy teenage. Oh. You know, they were like thirteen and I don't know, twelve and fourteen at the time, or something. They, 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 they didn't want like, thirty. They didn't they want like, forty thousand men. The last at them. thing, the last yeah. thing we want is to be on the jumbotron. <laughs> we do not want. We want no part of this. 
we don't want to be on the Tron. We certainly will not like do any kind of, you know, like make a mile or do anything. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, we're not going to do anything. We have that. our dignity. We're going we to go to the dignity. bathroom. We're going to leave yeah. and go to the bathroom right now. And gotcha. so, yeah, so that's what happened. Anyway. Cool. Very cool. That's a really great Tron <laughs> that's story. My Tron, that's my Tron story. But subsequently, Tron. I've been on the Tron. This was a few years ago. This was before NYCFC, I think. And since then, the guy still works there. And, you know, we've been on the Tron frequently. Oh, that's nice. Very right, cool. I don't know if I've ever been on a Tron. Or if I have, maybe I did it without even knowing it. Who knows? Well, you I never were sit on, in uh, great you seats. Were on, uh, you were on Order TV. Yeah, you with you TV guys. Yeah. For CCL, yeah. That's right. So I, I have done that. That is that is a much better gift. It you was so with, fun. <laughs> yeah. you, hang with, you hang with me, we'll get you. Uh, you hang with me, we'll yeah. get you on the Tron. Yeah, that's right. Every time, every time, I've seen you on TV many times because you got great seats. <laughs> where, where when I go to stadiums, I have nosebleed seats. The Tron, the camera guys don't care about nosebleed don't seats. Don't go up there. Never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, we already got uh, we got Daniel Young. Hey, Daniel Young, uh, coming in. Oh yeah, coming in hot. The news story I didn't want to talk to you about. Uh, we can yeah. save that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can save that maybe um, at some point. So we got America stuff to talk about, Germany stuff to talk about. What do you want to do first? For do those of you first? at home, we do not do a pre-interview. We don't organize ourselves. You are listening to us figuring out the podcast. I don't think we need on to the podcast. Do we? Are we? Do Which we is exciting. Yeah. Yes. This is how we do it. We don't need to prepare. We're not like those amateurs who make like yeah, rundowns well, and stuff. No. Yeah, we're just figuring well, it out. We're just figuring it out. What do you want to? You want to talk about the Red Bulls getting destroyed? Yeah. Let's probably start with the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Let's start with America stuff. So we had a lot of MLS action this weekend, but we also had some U.S. Open Cup. The action. Open Cup semis. Open Cup semis. Uh, we had Sacramento versus SKC, and we had my New York Red Bulls fresh off a delicious 4-3 destruction against Austin with their young players. Uh, Tom Barlow scored a goal, a and Cameron Harper scored a goal. A total destruction. Four goals in Austin. <laughs> Four, three. And we have, we have no goal scores. I consider that a destruction. And then we go to Orlando, um, and, you know, in many, many years, other than, other than a Supporter Shield titles, which we have three of, we have no real silverware, like no cup silverware. So no open cups, despite having a couple silver medals. No MLS cups, despite also having a silver medal. But we never had the cup. So again, this was a good opportunity for us to get some silverware. We're in the semis against Orlando. We had a really good run up. Who did we knock out in the quarters? Oh yeah, NYCFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom yeah. Edwards gets himself a really poopy poop yellow card at the end of that game after the whistle. And now here we are in the semis. And there's no Tom Edwards on the field. We have freaking Dylan Nealis filling in all the positions. He would have made the difference. Uh, I mean, maybe. But, like, <laughs> New York Red Bulls came out strong. Our first half was strong. It was a good 1-1. We had a couple of opportunities. We were not being pushed around. But then something happened in that second half. And, and talk about the ops of destruction. Like, they were destroyed. Yeah. They let four goals go By the 65th minute, the game was over. Even when it was 3-1, I'm like, all right, the Red Bulls were still in it. But then it was done with. Uh, floodgates uh, five, open. One, I mean, they all floodgates also, open. Like, Literally, sh- it was raining. Every shot and, went in. Every shot went in. Every shot People went in. Were, uh, Benji Michelle yes. scored, scored. Yeah, it was. And it was it's, just and such it's an true. I mean, even yeah. even uh, even as a as a uh, a non Red Bull fan, having watched this game, it's true. The first half, the Red, especially early on, the Red Bulls could have been up two or three. Yeah, they were. There were yeah. bicycle kicks. There were. Uh, uh, you know, hitting the thing, hitting the crossbar, like it crossbar, was, it right. was pretty. Um, 
And then it just all came apart. Like an no... absolute implosion, like a mental implosion. Like they, they stopped playing by the 70th minute. By the 70th minute, the game was over. Last 20, 20 minutes was essentially just a gift for Orlando. And it's just so sad. I don't know what kind of, I don't know if that's a, I don't know. I don't know what kind of mental fortitude that shows. Because imagine, like that's the kind of mentality you have to go in the playoffs with. So, one could hope this was their lesson early, and then later in the playoffs uh, they're gonna get. You know, it'll be a good like fool me once, but like uh, uh, maybe it'll be a good lesson for them. And when they play games later in the season, but the reality is, a Red Bulls fan is like, you know, we have a new sport sport director, um, uh, Jochem Schneider, from Red Bull. Oh. coming in uh he's still not there red bulls take two months to get visas he's still in germany doing his <laughs> stuff um or in austria i don't 100 know where he's coming from uh, i think germany and um no one's making decisions so we just got this new sellout money from tyler adams uh we, we've always been healthy with money because we don't spend any money and we're, we're very well supported by a large conglomerate so we have no number nines despite being linked to this random second division dutch dude no offer has been made I mean, if you wanted, you could have bought him two weeks ago. I understand what the dilly-dallying is. You know, we could use a little more depth in defense. Right now, we have Dylan Niels just playing every position. Uh, you know, we, we could that use guy, a That guy uh, um, is a little overly amped up, yeah, would you say? Well, I love I love, the, I love that kind of energy, man. I love, the, I love the Niels brothers. But what I'm saying is... I think the Red Bulls have the least senior players on the roster of any of the 28 MLS teams. I think I think they have mainly, I think they, have, they definitely have more developmental players, which is good, but it's only part of the equation. That's a really good part of the equation, do really good. But, you know, Inter-Miami's trying to get a Ortega. I know Luis Suarez was linked to MLS. We'll talk about that for a bit. It ended up being a little bit of a smoke and mirrors there. Yeah, but, like, yeah. even just... Columbus getting their Chicho. There's number nines that need a club in this league. Heck, why couldn't we have gotten? I know this is going to get me criticized, but like, let's get Jossie's artist or something. Like, there's, there's, there's Dennis Hamlet can make, like, the club can make decisions within their budget, at least. It doesn't always have to be some European signing. Like, like, they could be able to get, um, there's all, like, I don't know, like, even someone like a Chris Mueller. Like, why couldn't we get Chris Miller? Why do you end up in Chicago where he's crushing over there? There's just like, I think there's ways for us to get a couple more senior players to help us fill out a roster that they're just not doing. So well, Frankie, that's just my Frankie, little side Frankie Amaya falls into that category, no? Well, oh, yeah, he came from Cincinnati. Yeah, but uh, 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 they do good moves. But again, uh, one mm -hmm. move isn't enough. How about two or three? Huh? You know what I mean? Uh, just a typical New York Red Bulls. The offseasons are always very, very quiet. Very, very obscure, and then, and then, and then, I think the New York Red Bulls does well despite that. Struber's been asked about. It. He's like, "Don't ask me. Talk, talk to management. I do the best of the players I have." Struber has said that, and it's like, "Yeah, that's not good enough." Like, as the fans need more, the fans need a more proactive front office. They're doing very well, but the reality is, overall in MLS, they're seventh place. And for Austria to look at us in seventh place and be like, "Oh, they're perfect. They don't need any more help from us." Like, what kind of mentality is that? Like, like, imagine if you were seventh place in Austria. You know, that would be a disaster. So, you know, that's just my little side rant. The whole, like, we did well. We had a good run. But I, th I think it was a mental implosion. But depth would have helped. It would have had, it would have, it would have helped. Depth is also later in the season as we have these other games, depth would have helped. And then when we're done getting eliminated by Orlando, what do we do? We play FC Barcelona over the weekend. 
Oh, I don't even have any idea. As you, as you know, as you know, I, I know you're I, totally. There was a, 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 do, not, a, do not pay any attention to these games. Fullest, I, fullest house this season. Every seat was booked. The entire supporter section was booked, and all the Red Bulls season ticket holders sold their tickets for four hundred, five hundred bucks, which is enough money for them to renew them. season tickets for next year. They essentially paid the season tickets by having the season tickets. And this was free. It was a, the this Red Bulls was, did good. This was free for season ticket holders. I, I think, I think, I think, I think that's how they operated, or free or cheap or something. Yeah, I think it was included. So they resold it to a bunch of Barcelona fans, which don't even know MLS exists, that live in that's New York. Amazing. That's great. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it maybe like I totally, I totally support that. That is a hundred percent. Well, I wonder as, as an NYCFC season ticket holder, you would probably also get entitled to free tickets too. We have, like we have never, and I'm so happy to say this: we have never played a single summer friendly in our history. However, however, let's say you guys played Liverpool this this year or something, or let's say you guys, let's say you guys play Barcelona. How would you like to resell your tickets for a thousand bucks a pop, enough for you to buy season tickets again for next year? Sure. That would I be mean, deal, right? I mean, honestly, if we played Liverpool, I would probably go. I mean, let's uh, is, is it worth I, it? I'm not that. I'm not that. Uh, I'm not. I, you know, I, I'm. 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 I have opinions about this, but then if my team was playing, I would go. I don't think I would. Uh, I would sell my. No, I'd probably go. Even if it made you break, well, all I'm saying is a lot of fans did that. The New York Red Bulls and, and, and more power to them was like, screw this friendly, just if take the money, is, and let me rebuy the. the, 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 the especially in, in the case of NYCFC, you do not, ha you don't have season tickets to save money. I mean, you can always, you can almost always, you know, Yankee Stadium has a lot of room. You right. can almost always get, right, get secondary yeah, tickets yeah, yeah. for yeah. cheaper than. Uh, well, Red Bulls is like that too. You're paying since COVID, I yeah. don't think anyone anyone really checks what section you're in. As far as I'm, as far as I've noticed, there used to be more. Oh, there used to tip. be a little bit more. Tip. More, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, people would figure that yeah. more. That so it's not like. Um, <clears throat> what yeah, I will say it's not is because it's not it's not a yeah. financial thing. I don't need. If right. I if I needed the money, I would just not have season tickets. But uh, I'm I'm yeah, it's not uh, to swing back. Two things here in LA, it is a little different. Like the Galaxy are a little bit in a, a bad mode right now. But but it, when it comes to big games, if you don't already have a ticket, you're a little SOL. Those those tickets are expensive. Oh okay. Like yeah, the I LAFC mean, game over the weekend when Barrel when Gareth Bale played, those are like three hundred dollar tickets for some reason. That's wow, an event, all right. you know. Yeah. So if you don't have season tickets, I mean, I'm 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 hopefully when this when this stadium thing happens, then that's right. going to be the case here too. I hope we'll we'll Let, see. Hopefully, let's swing back. So all I'm saying is New York Rebels very disappointing. Right. Right. And so this what would happened? Be a great time how, did to this, play. how did this Barcelona game turn out? Will you tell me the result? Real quick, the, this yeah, it was two nothing for Barcelona. Oh, uh, okay. They got a goal towards the beginning, goal at the end. It wasn't. It was actually fine. It wasn't a blowout. The Barcelona clay players were clearly very talented. Usman Dembele had a great game. Uh, Sergio Des injured or not injured, on the bench? I don't think he played at all. Or if he, I don't think he played at all. I think uh, he's well, still he's still on the list of people to get rid of, right? For Barcelona, it seems like they maybe have now, he's linked. Yeah, he's they linked. have now uh, uh, they've sort of now finished their first wave of transfers. They now have to register these new players, and then they have to <laughs> they have to they sell have to, first, and then they have to sell more to buy more. I think, and I think Dest is probably well, one of those candidates. They have to. Well, what they're doing is this. I guess a totally different thing, but like Barcelona 
can't register the players until they sell 25% of their uh, brand, which is what they're working on right now. They just sold 25% to Socios.com yeah, for their I mean, it, NFT it strategy like... and all this crap, all this random crap that I don't want to get involved with. But essentially, they, 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 they had a cash infusion. They sold a bunch of their branding and their rights to third-party companies, and that cash infusion is what they're using to then be able to register their players that they already bought. Because um, <clears throat> I don't think Robert Lewandowski uh... is registered yet either. No. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it seems short, like it seems like they are continuously mortgaging their future to get yeah. through, get get if, get aging, overpay aging players. If you had a billion dollars, now is the time to buy Barcelona because they're for sale. So usually they're not. They used to be a very powerful individual entity, and they, they didn't even need uh, shirts rights. They would they would donate their shirt sponsor to a cause to like a. UNICEF, the world yeah. Cause, I what it was. UNICEF, UNICEF. And those days are over. They are a for-profit. Rakuten, you know, they're now a for-profit. They need money. They're strapped for cash, so they're selling, selling, they're figuring it out. But all I'm saying is the New York Red Bulls are a really disappointing week. Ocean of the best luck. We have a game against Tuesday. We have a game against Colorado on Tuesday, and I hope we um, march on in the season. And not all is looking grim. It was just a disappointing semifinal, and to lose that way was right. Uh, good on Sacramento Republic. Their Cinderella run continues, and I hope the Sacramento Republic win the U.S. Open Cup. It, I do too. Sacramento Republic versus Orlando City, and I'm rooting for Sac. I'm rooting for Sac because it's a California team. I, I would hoping they would host it so I could actually take a drive up there maybe take a road trip and go check out the game but the it last is going to florida so wishing the best of luck um yeah the barcelona friendly um was fun a lot of new york red bulls players got to get involved um daniel edelman had a great great game again new york red bulls with all these great development guys young daniel edelman is really coming into his own and he had a really great uh movement against Bar- barcelona against some of the big guys and then literally like two minutes later, you got a red card <laughs> for some for some sort of tackle that maybe was a little too aggressive for a friendly. And the ref, the ref was handing out fouls and cards left and right. Like like half the time there was a foul. We looked at the replay and we're just like, that's not a foul. I don't see any contact there. Hmm. So the ref was a little liberal. But Daniel Edelman got himself a red card in the friendly against Barcelona. <laughs> so young kid, young game. Everyone thought it was kind of funny. And uh, I look forward to the further development of a guy like a, a Daniel Edelman. <laughs> And a youngster like Caden Clark, and a youngster like Cameron Harper, I mean, and a youngster like Sergio whatever, Puma. whatever else, so, whatever else happens in his career, that's gonna he, he'll tell his grandkids about that, about his red. Yeah, card I got a red and, card against Barcelona. Uh, so the youngins are coming through, but New York Ripples, Schneider, hörst du mich? Are you hearing me? Sign some vets. That the oldest player in our team is twenty-seven years old. Sign a couple of vets, a couple number nines to be offered some mentorship at least. Fill out that roster. You don't win anything with kids, like the great Gary Neville said that, right? No, no, no. The great uh, Gary Lineker said that. Someone said that. Someone said you don't win anything with kids. Some old Brit said you don't win anything with kids. I think in, in relation to Manchester United or something. Anyway, so that's that. Um, NYCFC had a good game over the weekend, right? You guys played. We had a good game. Um, well. We, we you, were on the road in Montreal. and oh, right. Uh, I saw some of this game. That's right. And uh, uh, defensively, it was quite a good game. We were, we did, um, we gave up very little. Mason Toy had one big sitter that he missed, and we probably, we right. could have easily lost that game. But offensively, we really had nothing. It was, uh, we had two, two shots, which is sort of generously counted. Right. We had an XG of 
0.07, which are both, I think, all-time team lows. Like we've had, uh, we've had, we've never had a game with less than four shots prior to this one. We only had two, so it was. Um, the post Tati era begins with Hayward. the post Tati era begins. Right. I don't think it was uh, it was that necessarily. Haber played for him. We just did not have um, anybody in the midfield to advance the ball. We had to um, we played a double pivot. Maxi Morales was playing the six together with Justin Hack, and then had to leave due to injury, and then. Um, was replaced with yeah there was i don't know we did not play an attacking midfielder so the 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 team did not really connect we then had a 343 for a lot of it in the end and with with Andres Jason and Amundsen on the left and they just couldn't couldn't get forward i think maybe Talis Magno was was supposed to play the build up we just couldn't and we just had like individual players like Tiago just running at the defense at like four defenders and it was just not it was not going to happen but defensively very solid and so this this was a 0-0 and I guess in the end we were sort of happy with it the game seemed very stealable Montreal was good in the first half but then not as good in the second and it seemed like if we had had any kind of firepower we could have maybe gotten something now I you know I like to promote uh uh, World Cup starter Sean Johnson for for goal starter. That's my that's what I'm promoting. I'm prom I'm I'm promoting Sean Johnson to start uh, the the for the U.S. Men's National Team in the World Cup. He now became the first keeper in all of MLS history, any team, any time, right. to have consecutive four plus game shutout streaks in the same season. Good for him. This, uh, He's also the fourth. Shout out in a row. Yeah, good um, job, Sean John, Sean Johnson, the man with the and, voice. And uh, so that was that was definitely the positive. Um, but yeah, the offense needs to be figured out. But I don't think in this case it wasn't necessarily Tati missing, although obviously that doesn't help. But it was really the midfield that seemed a little dis dis disjointed. Uh, the and other who game, are you guys I... trying to who are you guys trying to keep up with? I think we're in the oh same Philadelphia. Team. They they destroyed. They had cool. We had quite the game over the Destroyed weekend. Philadelphia Houston six nothing. Yeah. No, absolute destruction. Everybody had. Everybody well, we've had. had we've had, had games. Had we've had games like that in this season. We'll see. I mean, we <laughs> right now we're facing this. This was the first of a bunch of road games. We have five of the next six on the road. So this is gonna this is gonna be uh, an interesting period. So we'll have to get we'll have to get a little bit more firepower but the defense oh, wow. is the, the defense is back to solid tiago tiago Mart yeah. martins is really looking yeah he very, had a great game yeah very very good he looked good he looks good um a lot of ties in general over the weekend so other, other than the yeah. result uh philly six nothing over houston minnesota and portland had a high scoring tie at 4-4 chicago and atlanta a game i saw oh you and mean chicago is looking well, good it was by the also way. miami cincinnati was also 4-4 yeah there were two four fours oh that's right and, and Miami. Yeah, and yeah. oh with a first hat half hat trick from gonzalo Iguain. i know amazing Good on him one was he a free said kick, he one heard all the yeah he heard all the things we said to him in yankee stadium the week before and he took that as motivation well, I mean, he's still fat, so we'll see. Uh, Chicago and Atlanta had a scoreless draw. Uh, great game from Chicago. They're looking good. Um, Chris Mueller and uh, uh, Rafael Chijos are just in great shape. I think Chicago. Gaga Slonina. Chelsea's Gaga Slonina. Uh, I heard 15 million. Was it 10? 
Maybe with Cylons and stuff. I think I heard uh, 10. Uh, but a 0 0, good on them. They played well, but Atlanta held well. Atlanta played less well. Joseph Martinez. I watched, uh, I watched a lot of the Kansas City Austin game after the NYCFC game was out. That was interesting. Uh, Austin went in 2 0. Yeah, but Kansas City yeah. really. Uh, Austin was up one for a long for a lot of it. Alex Ringel and he came out injured, and and Kansas City got a red card. So supposedly, uh, Austin was a man up. Except they had Felipe playing. Yeah, my our old Felipe. One of uh, we will take Felipe back in a heartbeat. Felipe he's, has been playing for Austin washed. for a while. He's washed. He should not be out there. Oh, Felipe is amazing. We and he gave he gave up. He's the one of the dirt in his prime was the dirtiest player oh, yeah. in all of the league. Uh, him and uh, uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger would always go at it because Bastian uh, Schweinsteiger expected respect, and Felipe is like Felipe screw is off. The, and Felipe is the best, the worst. And so he's now for Austin. He's he's washed, and he gave up a very he gave up a a, a, a handball PK out of sheer clumsiness. But right. Kansas couldn't. Brad Stuver, former NYCFC backup, Brad Stuver saved it, and then Austin scored a second. It was an interesting game, despite uh, uh, the sort of clear result. It was much closer than that seemed. Um, but uh, but so that but that was one of the few non ties over the weekend. That's so right. Because there were Nash, a lot of Nash, yeah. It's a, it was yeah. the 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 ex NYCFC player derby there's ben sweat is on kansas city <laughs> ben sweat now has wavy hair and it's looking quite uh oh yeah looking, looking looking quite dashing i i thought i hadn't seen him in a that while. was your and, uh, that's your that's your observation that ben sweat is looking good he's got yeah. long hair that's one well, of my takeaways from this game okay. yeah nashville vancouver 1-1 new england toronto 0-0 battle of the old dogs with bob bradley and bruce arena 0-0 between new england and toronto um San Jose Real Salt Lake, 2-2. And that was 2-1 up until I think the six-minute-plus stoppage time. Mm-hmm. I think it was San Jose. Got themselves a late equalizer. FC Dallas is, uh, uh, um, I got a 1-0 over the Galaxy. The Galaxy keep floundering and floundering. Charlotte and Columbus was suspended due to thunderstorms. They tried a couple times to yeah. start, but, like, yeah, it did not. In the end, it didn't go. As a man from North Carolina, the summer storm season in, in North Carolina and Florida is very real. So there's going to be a lot of storms over the weekend. Um, the 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 other interesting thing, I guess we can talk about. I guess we can talk about a little transfer a bit in a little bit. But um, New England had themselves a very interesting transfer. But you know what? Unless you have any other last thoughts with the games, I want to play a game with you. I would just uh, the only other. Thing that I saw was uh, um, DC United against Orlando. Wayne, oh, which right. Wayne Two Rooney's, last minute goals. Of Wayne course, Rooney's been... first. Wayne Rooney's first game as, 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 a, as a coach. As the new coach manager. Oh right. What do over we call him here in this Orlando. Coaches over Orlando and Orlando Head had coach. was a, Orlando. I mean, and you would think, right? Orlando played midweek in the cup. You would think this is a gimme for DC United. However, it was not. Like they looked pretty dreadful for most of it. But then, Taxi Fuentes. Well, what do you mean it's a gimme? DC United's the last place team, and Orlando City's well, place. but like usually in MLS, if if there's one team that's on short rest, that's on the road against the home team that had the full week, they lose those more often than not. And I think, uh, yeah, and I thought well, this DC was, United. DC United pulled what Manchester United pulled against Bayern Munich in the 1999 UEFA Champions League final. It was one nothing. They got two goals in stoppage time. 
which is which, which yep. is crazy. How often do you see that? Two super last minute goals, just not equal at one. So good on getting three points. Maybe that's a little bit of like you're right, Orlando being tired, so maybe conking out that last five minutes where these nine have fresher legs. But you know, I think these nine still has a lot of work to do. Good on them for getting three points, but I don't think that's necessarily a magic wand of like, oh, yeah, they, didn't fixed look, they did. They did not look good yeah. for a lot of this game. But they, you know, but, no. but then yeah, this. Uh, but good saying. on them. And then typical MLS fashion, we have a bunch of random games tomorrow, Tuesday, because it's Tuesday time. So we have my team plays Colorado, New York Rebels. Hopefully they win. And then the Seattle Sounders host FC Dallas, which will be a fun game because those are two teams chock full of U.S. internationals, uh, doing pretty like doing not amazing, but not terrible. Having the sort of uh, let's see, where's Seattle at? Seattle is ninth, and then FC. Dallas is fourth. Um, that'll be a fun game. Uh, okay, so let's play a game, Bjorn. Let's see if any other thoughts on the results. All right. Okay. Now, I can't get this finagling thing on my computer to work, but let's see if this works. I'm going to play a video, and you tell me exactly what the heck my coach is talking about. Let's see. <laughs> let's see. Is this it? Uh, let me see. Is this what, can you hear this? All right, let's analyze that first sentence. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it one more time, <laughs> and we're gonna try to see Gosh. what the heck he's talking about. Okay, what what does he say? What is that? I think he was he's he's what he's saying is that his uh they weren't they weren't organized against the ball. They did not have the, the wanna, triggers the triggers for their press. I wanna play this one more moments. time. I think you're giving him too much I want I just wanna know what words he's saying. <laughs> I think we're, we're, we're doing just no, I think that's what it is. Uh Gerhard, what was your message to the team at the break? Yeah, we have to have a. To have, we we have, have to have a better structure have, against the ball. We have to have a better structure against the ball. It was, it was not, not always, always clear. the clear, the clear yeah, trigger. Okay, so I'm gonna have to play it one more time. <laughs> we could be clear. Hold on. <laughs> So synchronized. He forgets to put words in between the bigger words. Well, he he, he reverse he reverse translates German into English uh, word. Uh, let's try like when he time. says like we could be no. clear in the lead. Like in German, you say that we could be klar in wir können klar in Führung sein. Or right, we could, we could be clearly we leading. Klar, we couldn't klar in or Führung something. Sein. Yeah, we right. could have a we could of course have a lead, but you don't say like we could be clear no. clear. Yeah. In English, yeah. it's like if if we if we played our synchronized moments, pressing moments better, we could be we could have the lead right now. Yeah, maybe or something. Here, let's try this one more time. What is the that? Clear three trigger. Words? The clear he trigger. Says trigger. Trigger. The clear trigger to make the synchronized. Trigger, the clear trigger to moments. synchronize your pressing. Yeah, because the that's what. Because that's what uh, that's what a little bit more luck, of course. Because that's what people, what team. 
What are you trying to say? Could be, could be clear on the lead. Yeah. <laughs> we could be clear yeah, on the lead. Let's see what the second half is. Okay, I still don't. I know you tried to translate. I still exactly know what that means. Trigger, synchronized moments, power on the ball. Anyway, well, the means. trigger. Ready? Yep. Okay, so he says, yeah, Orlando's a good team. They have a lot of power on both sides of the ball or something like that, and we have to have more power. Oh, let me try that one more time. They need a little luck. They need, they need more luck. And yeah, well, we, we didn't really get against luck. the ball. So this was 1-1 one, one at the half. We did not get luck. Let's try this one more time. So they have to be clear and focused to get much more power against the ball. Yeah, well, they didn't. They got four goals, go past them, and there was an 0 for 4. It didn't work four. out. The team couldn't understand what he was saying. Either. You say you say that pep talk they told him in halftime didn't rile them up to <laughs> know what they were doing for that second half? They were like, what? Huh? <laughs> well, well like we talked I about. Mean, it's, it's a mystery how the how the triggers couldn't be clear for this team <laughs> if he's explaining them like this. Yeah, We need to make a team. Saying, let's clear our triggers or something like that. Like I don't know clear what that. Triggers. Like in that in that locker room, they must be like, what the hell is this guy talking about? They're like, we don't know. I guess they know what he's talking about, but like, he speaks English words, but but he's one hundred percent reverse translating English. He's, he's yeah, just, yeah, he's, yeah. That that that's what German sounds like if it was spoken with English words, essentially. So. <laughs> So we, I, I swear he needs someone like me to stay next to him and be like, okay, guys, what that means is, and then I explain. It's like he wants you to, like, you guys have been a little slow on the transition coming back, blah, blah. Not that I could do that either. I just love it when Struber speaks because it's just like he is speaking English, but you it's have to listen to that a few times to kind of figure out what's it's going hard on. To, it's hard to follow, yeah. Yeah. Well, well also, yeah, he, like, it also it seems like, he just makes it up as he goes, you know, a lot of, yeah, like, yeah. like the thing, like the thing with the, uh, he said about the NYCFC right. center backs being so immobile and that being a known weakness, which where everybody right. was like, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Someone told um, him that. Someone told him that. I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, exciting. So, so thank you for that. That was a translate. That's our new segment called translation. From Gerhard Struber. Struber Special Edition. Struber Special Edition. Very cool. Okay, uh, NYCFC, apparently there's a, a new article about the stadium. But from what I understand, there isn't a lot of new information, right? It's just sort of a reprint from a local paper. Yeah, I mean, we, we uh, uh, you know, we have learned to, we have learned to take these things, you know, with some skepticism. Historically, I mean, the, the 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 thing that was reported by the New York Post, which is not, you know, that often involved in this kind of talk. So they were saying right. how uh, Mayor Eric Adams is set to approve a stadium plan in Queens. Cool. And uh, that was that was what this article said, of course. You know, once you dig into it, this even if that were to be, if that were true, this is only the first of many steps, and uh, right. you know, doesn't even on its on the face of it doesn't mean anything. I mean, this mayor, unlike the previous administration, may 
Mayor Adams has said repeatedly he wants the stadium to happen. He is on board. And that seems to be the thing that's been missing, the sort of high-level high level support. But then it's still New York. These things take a while. But I guess right. this is now this, this, this site uh, uh, next to City Field in Willits Point. Mm-hmm. That's, that's um, the site, right? Uh, the is, Will is, Ponds has, or has the now, yeah, has now become yeah. has now become the front runner, uh, and this New York Post article said, "Oh, the stadium could be ready in 2025." Which anybody who really knows anything about these right. things That's is extremely, extremely yeah. skeptical yeah, yeah. of that timeline. And I also uh, don't understand how the Mets owners could sell property to the Yankees owners. I guess it doesn't well, really matter Well, it's not to them. their property. They don't have, yeah. uh, they don't own that particular land. I guess we would share some uh, parking spaces perhaps and, and things like that. I don't, I mean, this, I don't know this, but I think, uh, um, I mean, if the vibe that I would get personally is that they're, you know, we're kind of over the Yankees. I don't think, I think the Yankees right. really have been the main have no, been yeah, the main yeah. obstacle to this. Uh, uh, to, I think I think this partnership was initially formed so that we had some kind of inside track, but I don't think uh, I think uh, the Yankees have not helped us. It ended, and it, it and ended up being have, it ended up being an outside track. They have killed. Uh, yeah. They have they killed right. that that Bronx site over I don't know two hundred parking spaces and well also so I don't know I don't know uh, we'll we'll have to see how we'll have to see what happens to this to this partnership but I don't think uh, I think we don't have a problem with the Mets anymore um, or never had I think this was this site was initially well there was another Queen site near City Field that was that was in in discussion way back when but that involved a little bit taking a little bit of Flushing Meadows Park away for the stadium and that was total non-starter but this is uh but this you know this is a site that's being developed but it has some toxic waste there's remediation uh so it's it's you know a lot a lot needs to happen yeah you know you're gonna notice you're gonna notice a big growth spurt when you start going to games you're gonna notice that you've grown six inches all of a sudden it's like good for you oh Uh, the toxic oh i'm gonna have to well, I mean, you I have to wear you, radiation suits. You but, face sorry, those here, kinds of issues in many in New uh, York uh, in a lot here, of ways. Yeah. Here's the question. Please. How do you feel about, after many years of going up to the Bronx, how do you feel about all of a sudden going to a totally different part of New York City every time? Does that bother you at all, or are you just like, who cares? If they put, I mean, if they put a, they put a soccer stadium up that belongs to my team, I'll go anywhere. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, oh, okay. obviously a lot. Even I mean, New Jersey? Not, well, I mean, that's obviously been the 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 thing that's been said that they it's going to be within the five boroughs so that's right. that's their own that's been their own restriction i mean that's right south Sta- staten island baby you're staten gonna share island, staten island you know, yankees. staten island would be that's that would not be my favorite have you ever gone to staten island yankees by the way else? uh no i haven't it's a great little stadium on this uh, right on the water there in staten island it's a fun little stadium you can see the water right behind that'll be a great yeah i mean there, there's been some yeah there's been some talk of that and i don't i don't yeah i'm not into i'm not into that idea necessarily essentially uh, you say the five boroughs but really it's the four boroughs it's the four boroughs yeah. Bronx, well and, and it's Brooklyn. really the three yeah. boroughs because it's is it going to be manhattan most likely not yeah likely so, not, likely so not. uh uh yeah it's one of it's going to be somewhere right it's bronx queens Brooklyn. i haven't heard any no one's ever 
ever Brooklyn. Uh, talked yeah. about any sites in Brooklyn. So it's going to no. be no. I think um, I mean now from Greenpoint here from Greenpoint to to City Field is very quick, actually right. for me personally. So I don't have any. Listen, yeah. I'm I'm not. Uh, I don't have a lot of uh, expectations. I am, uh, yeah, Daniel Young is saying, as New Yorkers, we're used to traveling yeah. through the city and the country. Yeah, going from here to Queens, I'm ready. Bring it on like that. I'd be delighted. Well, but what I will say is location matters. Back in the day when New York Cosmos had their whole Belmont site thing going on, they've been doing for years, which apparently MLS helped quash. It was supposed to be in like Belmont or Elmont or something. Yeah, yeah. On Long Island, so like right on the border, like maybe even like half a mile outside of Queens, so technically not in the city, but it was near an LIRR stop, not a subway stop. And if you're telling me I was supposed to go to that game every weekend, I'm like, I, that would have been that would have been right, more, right. That no, would have I mean, been a two-hour commute one way at least. Maybe there are hour. probably yeah, there are yeah. probably sites in the in the three to five boroughs that are not it has to be off a convenient subway that are not ideal but next to city field is no problem yeah yeah. that's yeah that that, that, that's a good spot as long as it's because there's already infrastructure there i think isn't that near the that's a beautiful area out there and that's also not too far from the u.s open the usta uh uh, tennis complex i think and also Mm -hmm. down the street there yeah so that's a whole that's already a complex there there's adding to that so i think that's a good idea which was the plan back in the day, back in the old, back when it was almost pen to paper, like back when Bloomberg said, like, like, like you know, when NYCFC started, they almost had a pen to paper agreement on that site there a billion uh, well, years it's, ago. Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's in, in that, yeah, like I was saying before, it was in that area. It wasn't the exact same site, but yeah, yeah. yeah. No, true. Yeah. Listen, we need it. I mean, it's got to, it's, 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 it's got to happen. I think it'd be very cool. I wish the best of luck. Hopefully it's real. In the New York Red Bulls, um, world, we have a phrase called 60 to 90 days. That's whenever the office would give us updates, be like, in 60 to 90 days, you will get more stadium <laughs> updates. And it was just always yeah. the 60 to 90 days thing, and it took years. So, um, 60 to 90 days, 60 to 90 days, that's the phase you guys are in now. Well done, good on you. I hope you get a stadium because it'd be cool to have a stadium in New York off the subway. Yeah. I think it'd be great. And you deserve a stadium, a real stadium. Cool. Uh, very cool. Very cool. Um, uh, a couple transfer things I'd love to talk about. Well, please. Uh, well, we had the whole, I mentioned the whole, like, uh, Barcelona making money and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Josie Altador oh, found yeah. himself a new club. Bjorn, after, after uh, yeah, there was that thing uh, when New England was in Yankee Stadium. Did we talk Did we talk about this? Where? Well, yeah, he wouldn't go on the field. Yeah, he wouldn't. Well, no, score. it's not that he didn't. He didn't want to warm up. I guess he right. was, all the Whiny. subs were... All the subs were told to warm up, and he was like, "Well, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna put me in the game, so I'm not gonna." Right. And right. so I guess you know, if you get paid three million dollars a year, your job is to at least warm up. <laughs> you gotta warm up. At, you know what I mean? At least. So they're setting him up because he fell up. They're setting him to Puebla, in Mexico, which is a top-flight Mexican club. Um, he's flirted with Mexico for many years. Who knows? Maybe this will be a huge resurgence for him. We're also in this weird little. Weird little time where we do not have a number nine. We got a World Cup coming up. And it is tradition for many teams, not just the US, to plug whoever's scoring goals right in that roster right before the World Cup starts. In 2010, we had Edson Buttle and Hercules Gomez part of the team. Hercules Gomez was scoring up a store in Mexico, never played for the US, was plugged into that team right before 2010. 
What's his favorite? The most famous case is the 1990 World Cup with Scalacci was his name, the Italian guy, right? Mm-hmm. He was just plugged in, had a great season. I scored five goals for Italy that summer. He was like the flavor of the summer. Toto. And never had much of a career after that. Toto, yeah, Toto Scalacci. And that was really the highlight of his career. He never had much of a career after that. So you're saying um, Josie Altidore is going to be that guy? No. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Let's say Josie goes to Mexico he starts to score. What's likely going to happen is he's going to sit on the bench and he's not going to do anything. But let's say he plays and he scores and he scores a bunch of goals. Then hell yeah, he's going to Qatar. Qatar, why not? But he's uh, not a, but he is, not, he's not a starter at this point in his life, is he? He should be. He's only 32, you know. Uh, yeah, but but he, he runs like his knees hurt. Well, I think because his knees do hurt. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, also Brandon Vasquez and Jeremy Bolasie. I was just going right. to bring up Vasquez. Yeah, what do you think about him? Is he he gonna, scored a great. He, he scored a guy? really maybe. He scored a great brace over the weekend. He says that Greg Bearhalter called him a couple weeks ago. He says, "Keep it up. You're moving well. We're keeping an eye on you." So there's a chance that Brandon Vasquez could be that guy. Um uh, Hopping over the pond, one Jordan Pifak plays for Union Berlin. Got a goal. He today. got a goal. Got a goal today. He had a good game. He had a good game today. He got a goal today. Uh, Union Berlin against uh, whoever they were playing. Chemnitz. 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 FC. This was Chemnitz a this FC. was a cup. This was a cup game. Cup game. And uh, they really, really, really struggled. But yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they needed the overtime. They needed overtime to beat this like fourth fourth or fifth division team and they needed jordan pifak too. and pifak sibachu yeah. i guess here kicker calls him sibachu uh well the uh, rules are the, in germany the equalizer the rules in germany are you have to have what your passport says or something i was like there's no two ways around it whatever your passport is uh, that you're that you're registered with is your name and that's his name jordan pifak is his chosen name i guess but his passport name is Sibachu. So it's going to have to be called Sibachu. Yep. No, no, uh, no flexibility with the Germans. Oh, no. no flexibility with the Germans at all. Die sind nicht lebendig. No lebendig. Die sind nicht lebendig. Lebendig? Uh, flexible. Isn't that what that means? Le- no. Lebendig, lebendig? means uh, alive. What am I thinking of? My parents use that term uh, to be flexibility all the time. Like be more lebendig means like be more flexible. Or be more, be alive, look alive. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's what that is. Maybe I, I'm mixing it up. Like, look alive. You are. You yeah. are definitely the better speaker. So I will. I will take your word for it. Um, I've been using the wrong word wrong the whole time. Uh, it's always like Zylebendich was always like be flexible. That's how I translate it in my head. Was it oh. more like be alive? Like, <laughs> yeah, be alive. Right, right, right. Um, uh, any other? I'm trying to think. Any other big? U.S. MLS news before we hop over to the German Oberhop of the Pond, talk our Deutsche for a bit. U.S. MLS, I think that's that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, uh, lot going on in Germany. I mean, Union Berlin has. Uh, I was um, sad to see uh, Milos Pantovic is playing for them now. He left uh, left Bochum. Um, Bochum. Well, what are we talking about? The Bundesliga starts on Friday. Union Berlin uh, have Europe ahead of them. Uh, well, we had we had the Bundesliga twice been going on. Uh, right. George Bello had a rough game, lost three nothing last week. It was taken off early. Yeah. Uh, Goethe Fürth, uh, uh, um, I think they were eliminated. I think they were just eliminated from the the Pokal with their Julian Green and uh, Malik Tillman. And um, 
or Timothy Tillman, I always forget which one's which. Uh, Odia Berlin did well, but the big shocker of the opening round, there weren't too many. Everyone was pretty on point, but the big shocker was Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, was eliminated. That's by, true. Who were they eliminated by? Someone. Oh, oh, by Elversberg. Which brings me to a quiz portion. Oh, here we go. I promised you a little German American. You have some. You have some trivia, trivia that I'm already going to say. <laughs> I, I, I know I don't. I won't know. Elversberg, SV Elversberg. I'd never even heard of that team before. I know. I was, I was about, about to say, it. how okay. much do you, how much do you know about that team? How much do you know about this team? Neil, I know a little bit about that team. I know a little bit about that team because SV... because your grand your 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 mother's <laughs> your mother's cousin Who? on the on, the, on her mother's side. Was right. the uh, was the accountant of the right. well of the no. no all right tell me no no he was fired for embezzling money uh, <laughs> so only very short lived no uh, um, six so six degrees S of the of the Schutte family Schutte Schutte family this is actually unrelated to me personally but it's related to my love for American soccer okay S V Elversberg had what who I think was one of the if not the first American coach in Europe. What? Um, that's right. behind Elversberg, SV Elversberg, which means sport team Elversberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a coach from 2004 to 2008. Their head coach was an American. And that was and the first that time that name, happened? Probably. I mean, I can't think of too many examples. I mean, I, I, I do know of one. Steve I do Chiron? know of one or two. Steve Chirondolo? He doesn't count. He was, he, like he was a, a player. As a youth guy. No, he was he, a player in 2004. He, he started his career in 2004. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. Okay, Steve Chirondolo wasn't a coach until like five years ago or whatever. He was a player. He retired right, up right, until right, whatever right, he right. did, 2015 or whatever. He That's true. That's true. Who was... I take, I take it back. I retract. I retract. What was the, the name of this guy? Who was this great American coach? George Hinkenlooper. Oh, almost. That's a real name. Isn't that a real person? <laughs> I think George. Yeah, a... That would be a great. No, his name was Brent Goulet. Oh. Uh, he played. He's from Seattle. He played like in the old ASL, like the Seattle in the 80s in the dark American soccer. Then he went to Europe and played for, I think, uh, a couple random small little clubs in Germany. Let me look him up right now. And then he, his last club was his SV Elversberg. He played for SV Elversberg for a few seasons. And then when, when he retired. He um, became their head coach for four years. Amazing. So, but, Bob but, Bradley, your heart out. But, uh, it yeah, never, he played, but at no at no point did they ever rise above third division. Third division. They? No, they, they were a third division club. It's still a professional job, you know. Uh, it's And to this day, it's his only coaching job. He's <laughs> only coached a team in Germany. It's like Elvis Berg. <laughs> Elvis Nothing can come. Nothing can come after Elvis Berg. So, this guy, Brett started FC Portland. Then played for FC Seattle. Then went to AFC Bournemouth in England. Went on low to Crew Alexandra. Then played for the Seattle Storm indoors. Tacoma Stars indoors. Then he went to Germany where he played for Bona SC. Tennis Borussia Berlin. Bona SC again. Rot Weiss Oberhausen. Wuppertaler. He played for the Wuppertaler SV. I played for Rot Weiss Oberhausen. For, Did you really? For, for like three weeks. Well, then how come you didn't meet, what's his face, Brent Goulet? <laughs> well, I was a child. Yeah, he was, was there from 95 the to 90, he was there from 95 to 96. It's much yeah. after me. 
Then he played three seasons at Elvisberg and then coached them for four seasons thereafter. Um, and then he went and got his coaching uh, license. And I think he's, I, I don't know if he's in Seattle or Germany, but he, he is just an American who coached in Europe. So a little love to Brent Goulet, um, uh, the first, uh, from what I understand, at least American to coach in Germany, I would say. Uh at FC SV Elvisberg, the club that just kicked out Bayer Leverkusen from the wow. DFB Pokal. So there you go. Amazing. German-American soccer trivia for it. Um, well, cool. thank you. I had no idea. <laughs> Wasn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, so then, other than that, the Pokal games were in pretty good shape. Um, and uh, we have Bundesliga this weekend. You know who's returning to the Bundesliga this year? Mario Götze. Götze, Mario Götze, right? Girls wants to wants to know wants to know if he if still, he's got, still it. got it. That's and the, yeah, he's Frankfurt. For Frankfurt. Yeah, Frankfurt. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, what are you excited? Um, we got the big Bundesliga opening this well, weekend. What are you excited about? I think. Well, uh, I mean, did you watch the Super Cup? That was I on, watched the highlights. Bayern Munchen had a pretty on, confident uh, game against was, RB Leipzig. Well, they, yeah, the, yes, uh-huh. until they didn't. Uh, uh, right until the end. The, then, yeah. yeah, it got very, it got, it got very, very tight at the very end uh, before Sane scored the. Uh, so Leipzig definitely was was fighting their way back. They played very poorly in the first half, but then really uh, uh, fought their way back. Are you saying um, that DC United was not appropriate preparation for Bayern Munchen's uh, season? Uh, apparently, I don't know. The I mean, nothing went, I'm wasn't gonna, good... I, I don't know. I, I, uh, uh, up to this Super Cup, I was sort of going with the storyline of you know Bayern might be vulnerable this year, but I don't know. That team looks good. They have, uh, I mean, Sadio Mane is delicious. just going yeah. to. Uh, incinerate, yeah, incinerate yeah, yeah. the league. I think. I mean, there's oh, just yeah. not going to be any question. Matthias, Matthias Delicht. Delicht. Yeah. I mean, he did not have a great game. He came off the bench. You could see why they got him, but you also could see how he's just got there. So he was a little out of sync with. So I heard this thing, where there's like a common criticism among the German clubs against Italian clubs, that the Italian clubs just don't practice much they're just like not in form well really. this was this was nagelsmann said this oh did he yeah he, was, he, 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 kind of, that, right? he made it he made a comment about the Licht not being quite in shape and and sort of ex- extrapolated that to sort of italian teams training habits this was not well received in italy these <laughs> comments <laughs> um but there's but i mean you know maybe there's truth to it i don't know i mean what's the but Kenny's having a great time down there. He has parties. Uh, but she has to, needs to, you know, coming up from Italy, like there's a clear difference in like, when you come from the Serie A to the Bundesliga, there's a, tra- a transitionary period. There is a little bit of a transitionary period. I have noticed. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see how he, we'll see how he does. I mean, that by this Bayern team looks good. It's, they lost Lewandowski, but they got Mane. And I think, uh, um, you know, they're looking a little bit thin in the midfield. That's they're they're going to have to work. Well, Zabitza had a great preseason, and he's probably maybe going to lift the team a little bit more. He's a great player that sort of fell off the wayside going to Bayern because yeah, he but was he's not like you but, know he's not going to put yeah. this team. He's not going to win the Champions League with this team. Like they're going to need some uh, little more help. They look uh, they were looking at Konrad Leiner from Leipzig, and he uh, had a great game. He he is right. a very you know kind of a very high work rate. 
yeah. kind of guy and he's he's somebody they should i don't know leipzig also in their own right looks pretty good the, um, you know who else is coming they, back to the bundesliga team you know Werner, presumably yeah team Werner. And I'm very curious if Chelsea broke him. I wonder if he'll go right back into his old habits of scoring and be great. Or if he's one of those players that's going to have to kind of refine his mojo again. Because Chelsea broke him in a way, kind of. One of those players that maybe lost some confidence. And we'll see if Leipzig, if if it's indeed happening, can bring his mojo back. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, uh, Leipzig and Dortmund and Bayern, all three are going to be pretty good. I think everybody else is probably a little bit behind them i don't know it seems like those three teams have are in the process of of really upping their uh their squats and i think there's i'm 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 imagining that there's going to be some division and how close these other two can come to Bayern. that's we'll see right that's going to be that's that's to be well dortmund Dortmund have to figure out the number nine situation. The guy they brought in to replace Erling Haaland had that terrible um, diagnosis of testicular. Uh, but is that going to be? Is that's just going to take a long time? Well, we I don't know. know. I, I, I don't know. think. I don't think we yeah. know yet. But they, did, I think they were even linked with Luis Suarez over the summer. We didn't even talk about the Luis Suarez stuff. They were linked it's with Luis worth, Suarez. He, it's not yeah. worth talking about Luis Suarez. Right. He's going to Uruguay. Wishing the best. He's going of to luck. Uruguay, and this is this is just Taylor Twelman was wrong with his. LAFC linkage nonsense, but anyway. Well, this is just Hold always on. what happens when a prominent player is in a contract mm-hmm. negotiation. They always the agent always throws out interest from the U.S. to, to squeeze right. another couple bucks out of. Yeah, maybe it works. Um, so we got. Uh, 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 I was listening to Manuel Veit, uh, uh, German correspondent, and he is really looking into. By he's really excited about Bayer Leverkusen's prospect this season, mm-hmm. which is funny because they just got eliminated from the DFA Pokal. But maybe that means they have less to worry about. Maybe that's a blessing in disguise. Less games, you don't focus on, on the lack of depth. Yeah, then there you go. Um, I'm very curious to see how Union Berlin, if they'll still keep it up. We'll see. Bochum Bo- had a great season out of the Bundesliga 2 last year. We'll see if they can. Yeah, keep I mean, it we going. have a we 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 also <laughs> we have the same problem as Bayern. <laughs> right. We have a. Uh, uh, we are completely revamping our midfield. We have, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, like like happens to Bochum. A lot of people left. We have Edward Leuven is going scouted, to yeah. Edward Leuven is going to St. Louis. Um, Elvis <laughs> uh, Elvis yeah. uh, He went. Where did he go? He went to Wolfsburg or Augsburg. Uh, One of the Borgs. One of the Borgs. Where is he? Hold on. While you look uh, it up, yeah, I don't know. I'm. Uh, we got. Uh, I was gonna say we got uh, uh, Werder Bremen and Schalke back in the Bundesliga. We'll see if they can keep up, especially a Schalke. See how they're doing. Uh, um, Al- yeah, he went to Augsburg. Rex, Rex, uh, Elvis Augsburg. Rex, Pichel, he went to Augsburg, and so yeah, we have a new, we have a whole new midfield. We have uh, uh, Kevin Stöger is coming back. He played for us before. Uh, Tony Luzia is. So he's still there, and uh, and then the third person, it's kind of sort of, sort of unclear who's going to play the 10 in this system. So, yeah, Pantovic is out, Leuven is out, and we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. If Maybe you can... guys could snap up Georgi Mihailovic. That'd be a good snap up for you guys. You talk about so, Bochum as a team who can pay transfer fees. <laughs> well, we they can, no, team. but they, they can wait. They can wait until his contract expires and sign him on a free. You can do that. 
I but want that to happen more often these days. It doesn't happen if enough. He, uh, if he went somewhere on a free, why would he come to us? Why not? It's Bundesliga. It's top flight football. Right. I mean, I mean, look at all the other guys that went. I mean, I mean, George Bellow, Josh Sargent, uh, Matthew Hoppy. These guys are all. Who knows where they are? They're hanging out in the second division. Who knows where they are? Um, you know, so like they, did, they just need to end up somewhere. If you're in the top flight, that's already a gift, you know. Um, but talk to me about Manuel Witt's, uh high hopes for Leverkusen. I, I, uh, I'm interested. What did he think? I wish I could remember more. <laughs> they have a really exciting coach. I think they they, they got some good players in, and uh, uh, you know, and I wish you know. I think he's looking. He's like they're going to be a little head gem this year, and I hope so. They, they. I, I think they're a club that tends to underachieve a little bit. Uh, I think they could do a little better than they do because they, back in the back in the like the early aughts and the late nineties, they were they were the number two team, maybe even over Borussia Dortmund, or at least around that time, I would say, uh, when they they made their way to the Champions League final in two thousand one, when they lost is it that great Zidane goal, uh, and they you know they've got great resources, great infrastructure, they bring in a great young players, you know they brought in Chicharito, you know they make good decisions as a club, but for whatever reason they can never get their act together. Uh, further than to win any actual titles. Yeah, I so, mean, Schick, Schick is still there. I think uh, Schick is uh, still there. Yeah, they they still have their core. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll be maybe it'll be four teams that are good. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and I, then and then I think I thought Frankfurt was a really exciting year. They have my favorite coach Oliver Glasner. They got Malia Götze. Uh, they got uh, they they're just they just talk about so Bayer Leverkusen underachieving. Frankfurt are overachieving. I would say Frankfurt and Freiburg overachieved really well the last few seasons. And uh, Union Berlin as well, one of those great overachievers. So I'm very curious. You know, it's it's fun with to see the Bundesliga because there's a lot of variables. Um, another variable, another transfer news is John Anthony Brooks. Where's he? Oh, he is out of contract. Going? Nowhere. He's out of contract and he has yet to sign with a new club. So, uh, I mean... He went. Right. He went from being the one of the best defenders of the league last year or two seasons ago with Volspoy, we had that great season, to toxic poison. Apparently, no one wants to touch because the U.S. men's national team doesn't call him up. He had a kind of a rough season with Volspoy in general. Uh, Volspoy did not want to resign him, and no other club is interested in picking him up. So we'll see where he ends up. Maybe he'll end up in MLS. Would you take him to NYCFC? Mobilize no. your back line. No, no, we have we have great center backs. No, better than better than the great John Anthony Brooks. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, prob. I mean, I you know hard to say, but like he seems whatever whatever athletic gifts he has seem to be. I don't know. He seems like he's not a. Can you imagine him coming to MLS and rolling up his sleeves and being like, oh, I'm going to be. That. I would I'm love gonna, to see that. I don't know. I, I would love to see that. That'd be a trouble. So I, for trouble. one, as a New York Red Bulls fan, would love maybe Matthew Hoppy. He's been linked with a move to the championship or something. A lot of Americans are going to the championship. A lot of Americans are going to England. Uh, uh, we had uh, Daryl DK, who's, who's over at West Brom. Ethan Horvath had a great debut game for Luton Town. Three big saves, a nice Malik clean sheet. Tillman is, is, with, is with Jimmy Sands at Rangers. Over at Rangers, and, and they're really high on both of those guys. Guys. So Jimmy, Jimmy, um, Sa- I saw, I just, I just saw a little bit of Rangers this weekend, and Sands is, 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 I guess he played as a center back in the, yeah, in the. I mean, I don't think that's. I think they like position. him over there. I think they like him over there. Think, um, you need to let go of Sands. He's not your boy no more. He's over in Scotland, Scotland, Scott, Scottishing it up. He's doing his thing. 
Uh, you know, um, what else do we have? Oh, uh, Zach Steffen had his shaky little debut, but he's playing now for Middlesbrough. Um, uh, other Wait, obscure how Americans. Do you, what is the, how do you say that word? Middlesbrough. Bruh. If there's anything, if there's anything, if there's a borough in England, just say bruh. Middlesbrough. Um, Middlesbrough. Uh, other brehs, you know. Uh, I, I went to, I, I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina, where I went to school. So Greensboro? I say Greensboro. Greensboro? Up in Greensboro. Up in Greensboro. University of North Carolina, Greensboro. Right. Uh, but yeah, so good on them. Uh, crushing it. We got our Americans at Leeds. We're keep an eye on that. We got the Leeds USA going on. Uh, we got uh, be... Chris Richards at Crystal Palace. Uh, check out his uh, uh, career. Uh, Weston McKenney is still linked with Tottenham. I don't know if that'll happen. I'd like him to stay at Juventus. He's out for a month with a dislocated shoulder, unfortunately. I hope a speedy recovery for him, and maybe he'll end up with Tottenham. What if all our team just ends up in the English Premier League? Yeah, I mean, I this, this, there's still there's still going to be a lot of because the season's starting so early. There's still, I think, the first right. however long month or so. There's still right. going to be a lot of moving around. Yep, yep. I think I think uh, we got silly season is still well underway. A couple weeks left. All I want for Christmas is a number nine. Like I want Matthew Hoppy to loan to the New York Red Bulls. That's a win-win. You can't Matthew- find playing time in Europe. He okay. was linked to Atlanta United, uh, I think maybe even Cincinnati a while ago. We'll take him. We'll lo- you pay his wages. I'm going to tell you here right now, Matthew Hoppy is not going to Qatar. Well, unless he gets loaned in your Red Bull, scores a million goals for us and seeks on that roster. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right. We'll see. I mean, you're probably well, right, of course, but, you know, you got to believe. You got to believe. All right. Are there any other thoughts from you? Good. So, oh, we still have to talk about the German ladies. The German ladies, yeah, they got uh, robbed. Well, I was just gonna say briefly the the. There's two, ba- you know, like uh, after what we talked about, two bangers this this week on Friday. The season opener, Frankfurt, and Götze against his former team Bayern Munich, and then on Saturday the late game is Dortmund against Leverkusen. So we'll see right uh, away. Be big. Where those be big. two? How, how where those two? Uh, how how they how they rank? Anyway, yeah. Where's the Dortmund German... getting their goals from? Yeah, we'll see. And then how's Frankfurt can do against Bayern München? Yeah, those are gonna be some fun games. I look forward to seeing them uh, this weekend. Um, tune in on ESPN Plus Bundesliga every game ever on ESPN Plus. Um, yeah, yeah. I was I was sad for the German ladies. You know, they sp- they played. Uh, uh, I mean, they lost their big goal scorer Alexander Pop. In warm-ups, she couldn't play. Yeah, her her injury flared up. I mean, I think she was barely supposed to make the roster. She was hurt, and it wasn't clear she was playing. But she's been such a right a, a force yeah. that it was yeah. uh, that that was definitely a blow. And they were on the road, and I thought, oh, this may not go well. But they played so well. I really threw yeah. out, especially in the second half. Looked really, really, really good. And we're just mostly. Unlucky. I mean, I don't know. You know, this will. I, I don't want to be the sore loser. I thought the referee was a bit of a homer. I thought there was a lot of. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, there were a lot of calls, calls going against us from the beginning, or like you know, soft foul calls. Yeah. Um. But. You know, hit the hit the crossbar. There were a lot of chances that. And then you know the the first English goal was beautiful finish, but it was kind of out of nowhere this this counterattack. And then the the overtime winner for England again, sort of an unlucky 
kind of bouncing around after a corner, uh, couldn't clear it. So just an unfortunate, an unfortunate loss. And I just felt, I felt proud of them, uh, uh, the way they played and the way they competed in this sort of hostile environment. And uh, I wish it would have gone differently, but but good on them. They played well. I mean, in general, what, one thing I will say in general, you know, when you especially when you come to these kinds of big games, when it comes to overtime, uh, uh, often you see these matches really slow down, and uh, this was not the case. There was uh, uh, the tempo stayed high, and it was just a high level. I mean, it was a very chippy game. It wasn't exactly necessarily beautiful soccer throughout but it was uh, um they just they fought their heart out i mean it really was yeah. was uh uh was great to see and it was i felt i felt sad for them yeah they it, had a they had so much to go against them the english were the favorites it was in wembley the germans haven't had a good luck against the english wembley as of late uh but the german women have already won i think at least 13 euro titles and england has won zero Oh, and this is their first major title since 66 or whatever. So good on them. They want it. They, they got it. It's a big deal for them. Well, we're going to go win the next one. We've already won more than anybody else today, I think. I think we're by far the reigning European champions. Yeah, yeah. I think for the yeah. this was the first final they lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. it's true. It's not. That's not it. But, yeah. I, it but they're was a great just, team. Uh, was, they could have easily great. won it. They could have easily won it, too. Great team. Could have had it. Uh, they had a good fight. Good on them uh, for the German women's national team. Good stuff. We're rooting for you. Sorry uh, you lost it late, but uh, you'll get him at the World Cup. Get him next time. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, the Brazil won the Copa Feminina. So the Brazilian ladies and the English ladies are going to play in some sort of Super Cup. But at the end of the day, none of them are the U.S. ladies, the big bad ladies on the block. So it should set up for a really fun World Cup next summer. Uh, where is the World Cup next summer? Is it in uh, France? Let me see. Uh, or is it in Germany? I think it's in Germany, isn't is it? The World Cup's uh, in Germany? Is uh, it? The, women's, the Women's World Cup uh, is in... When's the next one? Uh, come on. Uh, the next Women's World Cup. Is in Australia. Australia and New Zealand. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Uh, July and August, which is their winter time, I believe. So it shouldn't be that too is far. Hot. That's far away. That's far. Let's go. Let's go. Let's you and me go. Let's go follow right. them. And let's go. I'll go. So the U.S. women, the German women. So it should be a fun World Cup in Australia, New Zealand. Okay. So any other final We're thoughts? We're done. We did soccer. We did the German American soccer experience this week. Oh, did we ever? Oh, did we ever? And we. We got Bundesliga next week and MLS continues. Bundesliga, we have all sorts of German American. Right. MLS is happening. Josie Altador scored a hat trick at Liga the MX only, this weekend. The probably. Old, no, no, I don't think so. Probably, you want to I'd put say probably. On that? Probably. Uh, the only game I care about for the rest of the year is the Campeones Cup. I want to <laughs> what win is the, that? I want to win the that? Campeones Cup. It's I think uh. September fourteenth. Well, you know what? It's you know what's funny. Up. That that that's a silly cup, but I, they're fun. Every time I watch it, it's usually a fun game. So I think it should be a fun. Oh, game. I'm excited! It's at Yankee Stadium. I can't wait. Who are you guys hosting? Is it Tigres? Who are you guys? Against? No, it is. Uh... Oh, I should know. <laughs> How excited! Campeones Cup. It's against the last uh, Liga MX winner, so it should be. It's um... uh, it's not Chivas. Here, 2022, not, I'm clicking it right Cruz now. Azul. Atlas, Atlas. It's Atlas, yes, that's it. 
Atlas, Mexico. Well, that would be a fun game. I will watch that game. Good luck. It's uh, over. It's six weeks away, so <laughs> we're a little bit, um, little yeah. prep. We're prepping a little bit here, uh, but very cool. All right. Anyway, that we have been the Schitzel Boys. That has been this week in the German American Fußball Experience. Uh, tell your friends, like and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube. We got videos and full broadcasts on YouTube where you can see. Oh, us. we got stuff. Oh, we got so we got all sorts of stuff. Oh, we subscribe, got tell your friends, and then uh, we're on podcast form wherever you get podcasts: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. Uh, some weird one I've never heard of. We're probably on it. Uh, okay, maybe doubtful. You're right, doubtful. Tschüss, uh, business. <laughs> if you Omaha. haven't heard of it, we haven't heard of it. We also haven't heard of it. <laughs> we're only on a couple of the main platforms. Okay, Stitcher, I know. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and all the good stuff. Okay, tschüss.